Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This is Sheffield Live. Yes, it is indeed. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sheffield Live on 93.2 FM. This is The Squeak with me, Luke Crofts. I'm James Hargreaves. And he's a little bit quiet. Let me turn you up. Here we go. You've got me. I'm you on. Oh, oh, there we go. That's better, isn't it? Yeah, three years. I ain't got a clue what I'm doing yet. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, on the show today. So it's, um, well, it's a show about new music and a take on the week's news, really, James. Yeah, we're going to take a look at the week's news and uh, try to make sense of it all and hopefully try and find something funny in it as well. Yeah, it's been a week of musical differences, um, historical handshakes, um, holidaymakers stranded across the world, so there's plenty to go out today. Um, We've got some local music as well as some not-so-local music as well, James, but with Sheffield connections, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Trying to look at uh, showcasing some of the very best bands uh, from around the city and uh, you know people that are coming and doing gigs in the city. So any Sheffield bands out there who want to have your music played, then get in touch. Yeah, we're on the Twitter, we're on the Facebook, and we're on YouTube as well, James. Yeah, absolutely. If you get us on Twitter, it's The Squeak, uh, at The Squeak, and that's S-Q-W-E-E-K, and the same on Facebook as well. Yeah, the Twitter is um, uh, doing well. We've got all of 16 followers, which is, you know, 13 more than I thought we'd have, so that's that's wonderful. Great oaks from small acorns and all that. Oh, absolutely. Um, So, I I mentioned musical differences at the top of the show. Um, One thing I wanted to look at um, was um, Adele. Obviously, Adele's come back into the fold um, after four years or so. She's she's had a baby and and, um, brought a new album out called 25. Um, Very creative, uh, I have to say. Um, But she's, um, she's, she's spoken about working with Damon Albarn. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know she's saying she's sort of regretting it now. Um, the new the newest song "Hello" is out. Um, it's had good re- you know good reception, I think. Absolutely. Um, but she's saying working with Damon Albarn was sort of one of those you know never meet your heroes sort of moments. Yeah, indeed. I think Damon Albarn uh, came out first and and said that he didn't think that any of it was any good. I believe, and then Adele's obviously reacted to that and said that she didn't didn't want to use any of it. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he, he said um, that she was quite insecure, which um, she, you know, didn't take too well at all. Um, but, you know, he said, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know about you, James, but I definitely thought that it was a, a strange um, pairing. You wouldn't, you know, not really... Yeah, it's a bit of a mashup, isn't it? But that, then you think about Damon Albarn and the things that he's done. He's, he's worked, obviously, with Blur. He's done uh, Gorillaz... Um, he's, he's done a few other little side projects along the way, so he's got a little bit of a mix of music in there. Um, not kind of something that you pick with Adele, though, I don't think. Mm, well, she said it ended up being one of those don't meet your idol moments, and you know, she said it, she was quite sad because she was such a big Blur fan growing up. Um, and she said, I regret hanging out with him, which is a bit <laughs> yeah. harsh. Yeah, have, you, um, have you ever done that, Luke? Have you ever met somebody that you idolise and, and then you got any kind of thoughts on how you reacted to that? Have I? Um, that's a good question, and one I wish we'd rehearse before the show. <laughs> um, not really. I mean, I'm, I did. I did interview um, Steve Harley. All oh, right, brilliant. On, um, Cockney Rebel. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, 
it was on Communities Live actually a good few years ago, um, and he was touring, and he actually he, he was coming to Sheffield to do the City Hall Memorial uh, Memorial Room Hall whatever, and um, he actually stopped on the M4, and all of the all of the tour bus stopped, and he was you know he was on the services doing this interview with me, and I remember the uh, they transferred it across from the reception into the studio. And obviously he didn't realise he was he was you know on. And I said, uh, Stevie, are you there? And he said, Yeah, yeah, get me a Kit Kat. <laughs> I said, Stevie, are you there? He went, yeah, Oh, sorry, Luke. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. He said, Sorry, we've just pulled up at the services and they've all gone for a coffee and that and left me here. Anyway, so we finished finished the song that was playing. Up and back the show. I said, Yeah, welcome back, Sheffield Live, um, ninety three point two FM. We've got Steve Harley on the line. Steve, I'm delighted to have you. How are you doing? He says, Yes, I'm very well, Luke. Thank you. How are you? I says, I'm great. I said, First things first. Did you get your Kit Kat? And he just burst out laughing, and, and that was a real icebreaker. And it was a really good interview. He was he was really good. Um, you know, obviously, big connection to Sheffield through the Full Monty. Um, yeah, yeah, great career. Um, Fantastic song, that love it. Yeah, um, and again, um, just a really, really good guy. So no, I don't think I've ever had an idol on that I've been a bit disappointed with. It's not, it's not one of those Dermot O'Leary and, and Morrissey moments where yeah. you know, just hard work. Well, I think the big question is: was it a chunky Kit Kat or a four finger one? Oh, well, again, um, questions that I wish I'd asked. Maybe <laughs> um, would have been a better subject matter. I don't know. Um, what's your preference? Uh, chunky every time. Absolutely, yeah. As big as it gets. <laughs> Well, sorry, sorry. Carry on. Make of that what you will. Um, so yeah, um, she uh, she's making a first uh, back onto Adele. She's making a first television appearance um, on the BBC since performing at the Oscars in 2013. Um, yeah. Just out of that, something that's come um, out of the the pre-recorded interview that will be going out uh, in a in a couple of weeks or so. Uh, no, it's. Friday, what day is it today? The 8th, so just over a week, it's a week on Friday. Um, now I'm sure we've all been guilty of it um, through some form, but Adele says she's no longer allowed to send her own tweets, which I thought was quite interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, I, th- I think there's a lot of bands and artists out there that, that have this problem, um, you know, do you do you know if you're talking to the actual person that, that you want to talk to, or is it uh, someone from their management company tweeting on their behalf? Um, it's, that age-old question: Should should somebody that uh, like like Adele or an artist should they run their own Twitter? Well, for the sixteen followers of the Squeak, I can assure you that we do manage our own Twitter account. Indeed, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, she said that because she'd had a few few too many glasses of wine. Well, she says she doesn't drink now, so it shouldn't really be a problem. But she says um, a post goes through two sets of people and are signed off before being posted. Um, but she says she still writes them. So, you know, if you are expecting a, a you know a, a a reply from Adele, you will get one after some, you know, screening. So it's a bit excessive, though, isn't it? Two sets of people, and you, well, you, I mean, you might think, you know, run it past your mate or, or your manager or something, but two sets of people and then a sign off. Well, that's for me. I mean, what 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 did she tweet in the first place to have to go through that amount of screening? Crazy. Well, I think we've all done drunk tweeting, haven't we? Um, let's let's see. I, I don't know if uh, any listeners have. They can uh, send us a tweet and let us know what their worst drunk tweet was. I know I've done it. Uh, when yeah. I worked for Sheffield Wednesday, and in fact, I forgot to change the accounts and and sent a couple of drunk tweets while I was out at a gig, uh, ah. and instantly instantly saw it, uh, and then went to uh, delete it. But by that time, hundreds of people had seen it. Uh, yeah, 
I, well, I think that probably tops any that I've done, <laughs> in fairness. Um, yeah, I mean, let us know if you've had a, a dodgy tweet that uh, probably shouldn't have gone out. Not quite sure if we'll be able to repeat them. I think, uh, have we got a tweet coming, James? I've got a number one. Oh, no, I've got a number four. You've got a number four, yeah. Gripping Radio. <laughs> uh, have a great first show from uh, Faith Shaughnessy. Oh, thanks, Faith. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Love you. Yeah, we do. <laughs> You're a nightmare, but you're our nightmare. Indeed. Yeah, get us on the Twitter um, at the Squeak, not the Squeeze, as uh, Paul said before the show. A bit of a bit of a mix-up there. I don't know what happened. I think we're that new to to Sheffield Live that they're all uh, they're all uh, getting a, l- a little bit excited and mixed up. Uh, we're not even on the website yet, are we? But we'll we'll make make a difference on that and we'll get that sorted. No, we're not on the website. Um, rest assured, we are not um, Sheffield Live jukebox. Um, <laughs> but you know. Um, with a squeak so listen to us uh, you can listen to us online as well if you if you haven't got um, the frequency it's 93.2 FM or we are on the listen live um, link on www.sheffieldlive.org I think it's time for a bit of music we've uh, droned on about Adele long enough what have we got James? Uh, well shall we give uh, Resonate a, a bit of a, a play um, there's a two piece electronic act from Sheffield a bit bit of disclosure here I'll help these guys out they're really good um, going through the legacy of you know Sheffield electronic music uh, and this is uh, a new single which uh, hopefully coming out next year uh, this one's called The Game so this is Resonate The Game on Sheffield I'm 93.2 FM and online Oh, 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 
was the game there by Resonate then on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. Um, they've got gigs coming up in Sheffield there, on the yeah, James? They've got, they've got a gig coming up at the Rocking Chair, uh, and that's on the 20th of November. I think tickets are £6 for that one. You can buy it uh, through the guys. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at RSN underscore 8, and they'll sort you out with a ticket if you want one. Cool beans. Oh dear, not saying that again. Um, <laughs> Marvellous. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, I also mentioned um, historical handshakes. Now, that was a that was a bit of a, um, a funny one. From I mean, I was uh, I went to U two. Um, yes, no, it went yesterday. Uh, Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah. Forgetting what day of the week it is now. Um, and we were sat having breakfast in Glasgow yesterday morning, and uh, they'd got BBC World News on, and they were talking about a historical handshake between um, the Taiwanese leader and uh, the Chinese leader. And I'm thinking, how historic can a handshake be? Um, I mean, the, we we know we know of the uh, one between John Terry and Wayne Bridge that you know. <laughs> Everybody was talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks, but um, I'm thinking these guys have not spoken apparently for 66 years. I, I mean, how would you even know if it was the same person? <laughs> That's a good point. It, it is a very historical thing, isn't it? I mean, uh, Taiwan and, uh, and China. The, uh, China's not recognised Taiwan for for so long. Um, but yeah, I think I think this, by the way, Luke. If if we're gonna have uh, a regular feature of historical handshake of the week, I'm, I'm not sure how many handshakes happen every week that are particularly <laughs> historical. But if any, um, yeah, historical is very Harry Hill, isn't it? Historical handshake. We'll have to get a jingle. Yeah. Historical handshake of the week. Yeah. Well, shall I have a go at the names? Yeah, go for it. So here we go. China's President Xi Jinping and his Taiwanese counterpart Ma Ying Zhao. No, not that difficult, really. Started a historic summit on Saturday in Singapore um, when they met for the first time in 66 years. So, what did they meet about? That, um, who, don't know. It was historic, anyway. Um, but, yeah, the first time in 66 years. Any historical handshakes that you know of, James, in your, in your you know, life? Uh, there's nothing that comes to mind. Obviously, it's uh, Remembrance Sunday, isn't it? I'm sure there's been lots of historical handshakes going on Absolutely. Uh, over, over the last few days with... Uh, you know, old forces members meeting each other for the first time since uh, since the war and things like that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, what else have we got then, James? Anything on the Twitter coming through? Uh, we got Neil Hargreaves has uh, sent us some lovely pictures of his face. Uh, and if you go on to the squeak, we'll, we'll retweet a picture of, is this kind of seating in a city centre pub normal? Um, it is quite a funny picture. It's one of the lads from October Drift will play them, uh, in a bit. Um, they've got a gig coming up as well we'll talk about that later um, but yeah hi to Neil Hargreaves uh, and hi to everyone else get involved with tweeting us at The Squeak absolutely um, yeah just a, uh, a point message on the um, on the Remembrance Sunday today so uh, thanks for that James um, Spectre's out James um, the new Bond film um, yeah. I went to see it uh, last week um, I've not seen it yet no spoilers well no, of course not. <laughs> no spoilers. Um, if you haven't seen it, though, it, it is good. Um, I would go and recommend it. It's broken um, broken records at the box office. Um, it did more than forty one million pounds in its first week, which is um, you know staggering, really. Um, I mean, it's not as good as Skyfall. I have to say. I think that's the general consensus with the film. Um, it sort of 
re-introduces um, one of Bond's biggest nemesis back into the sort of reboot. It is a reboot, really, isn't it? What, what's yeah, I think so. Since Casino Royale, it's kind of been a, a whole new kind of thing, hasn't it, again? Yeah, um, new M, new money penny, uh, and the likes of, uh, likes of you know, the, the reintroduction of some of the old Bond villains. Um, they've they've stripped it back a bit with the gadgets as well. I mean, they've got they've they brought the Aston Martin back into it, um, but it's not as uh, it's not as silly as it used to be back in the Piers Brosnan sort of era. Um, what I mean, who was your who was your favourite Bond? My favourite Bond still has to be Sean Connery. I think um, I, I, I do uh, also like you know um, Piers Brosnan. I think yeah. Golden Eye was great, but unfortunately the the films that followed that weren't too brilliant, were they? No, I mean um, Golden Eye was probably the first one I saw, um, and I just loved it. I thought I thought it was brilliant. Um, did you know actually Bono on the Edge wrote the theme to yeah, Goldeneye, did, yeah. um, which was Tina Turner, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the best, uh, one of the best Bond um, songs in my opinion. Uh, what do you make to the new Bond song then? Writings on the wall, Sam Smith. Uh, that's a typical Sam Smith song, isn't it? I think it kind of got a little bit confused for me over whether he was writing a Bond song or a Disney theme tune. <laughs> It's that kind of <laughs> that kind of droney kind of uh, well, almost almost like a pining love song, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it sort of fits. I mean, when Adele did uh, Skyfall, um, it, you know, she's got that that sort of thing going on as well, hasn't she? And I remember Sam Smith when when it was announced he was going to do it. Um, you know, we, we we were saying, oh, it's just going to be one of them. You know, he's lost somebody he loves and he's all depressed and that. Um, and generally. I think that's correct. Yeah, I think I think with a Bond theme as well, you never truly can recognise a, a Bond theme as a Bond theme on the radio. You have to see it uh, and and kind of see it fit into the titles, and it kind of sets the tone for the whole movie, doesn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, um, Spectre is out now, and I I would recommend giving it a watch. Um, what's your favourite Bond film? Um, my favourite Bond film, I think. I think I. I'd, out of the modern ones, I think I'd still go Casino Royale. Uh, as good as Skyfall was, I think Casino Royale set a, a brand new tone for the for the whole series, uh, yeah. made made it modern again, um, and you know got rid of you know the hover gondolas and the disappearing cars and things like that. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, the modern the modern reboot sort of gone away. Like we were saying about Goldeneye, uh, they got sort of like stingers behind the missiles in the Z three and exploding yeah. pens and. You know all the all the rest of it that, that sort of moved away from. But in Casino Royale, did he not have a defibrillator in the glove box? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, what's wrong with that? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, modern, have you not got one in yours? Have you seen my glove box? You, can, <laughs> you can't even get a, a, a glove in there. He's tiny. He doesn't even qualify as a glove box. But yeah, no. Uh, in all seriousness, great, great film. Um, so uh, should we should we give it some play? Yeah, absolutely. Or, do, or should yeah. we play some? Uh, well, we're, we're going to have to actually because I've just put the disc in. So <laughs> yeah, how are we going to say? Should we play some more local music? Or uh, yeah. we'll we'll give it a play and then we'll give maybe October Drift a, a go after that. Yeah, absolutely. I love October Drift, um, and that is uh, that song too. That song too by Blur. <laughs> Oh, do you know it's the first show. There's going to be some kind. Do you know of what we were saying in the car? What I've done is I've written the track list on the CD and then put the CD into the tray. Oh, not ideal. Uh, well, first show we're allowed a few uh, a few gremlins in the works. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there we go. There he is. It's Sam Smith. Writings on the wall. Um, Sheffield Live ninety three point two FM. Get in touch. Sam Smith and writings on the wall there on Sheffield Live, 93.2 FM. Um, 
yeah, James, you're you're insistent that it is a Disney tune, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. I think we just got a, a tweet from Neil Hargreaves as well. He says, this song by Sam Smith is a joke. It sounds like a squeaky toy or a deflating balloon. Well, you know, we, we were saying uh, just while the um, the song was playing... You know, they came out and said it. You know, it only took twenty minutes to write, which which just opens up the field for some people to go. Well, you know, you can tell because it's rubbish. Yeah, you just don't say that. Do you? If if it did take you twenty minutes to write, it's it's uh, almost as though you got contempt for it. You're not putting the effort in, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't dislike it. I think I think any Bond song. Um, it's always about the arrangement in it, and, and then yeah, indeed. As I said earlier, I think. Um, you don't get a true feel for a Bond song un- until you actually see the film and you see it in the title, setting up the the whole kind of um, tone of the film. So once I see the film, I might like it that little bit more. But I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of it right now. Um, Thanks, James. Um, so we're going to give uh, we're going to move back onto the uh, local music um, feel now. And October Drift. I mean, I've been to see them at uh, Plug and. Um, just tell us a bit about the band, James. They're from Sheffield, aren't they? They're, they're originally from Somerset, but they're basing themselves out of Sheffield. Oh, okay. Um, they're, they're kind of a dark uh, indie rock kind of group, uh, you know, in the vein of like if you mixed up editors and Smashing Pumpkins. Um, they're just one of the best, you know, most fantastic, energetic live bands that you can see. Uh, and unfortunately, they're, they're doing a gig uh, next Saturday, on Saturday, on the 14th of November, but you can't see them because it's sold out. Ah, so that's how good they are then. Yeah, and, um, and these guys as well—they—they've uh, managed to get a massive following uh, without actually uh, all the traditional, you know, kind of word uh, word of mouth as as we put it nowadays. You know, like social media, Facebook and Twitter. They've got no Facebook. They've got no Twitter. It's literally people talking to each other and recommending the band that's uh, that's got them where they are now. See, I mean, that's um, that's properly old school isn't it that's that's how bands used to get absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, so um, this one is Robots did they play this at Plug James uh, this is their new single I'm, I can't remember it at Plug but it's definitely yeah, in the new set so I, don't, I don't remember it either um, ok so you're listening to uh, October 5th then it's a loud one it's Robots on 93.2 FM is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. October Drift Robots on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. Um, I think Faith Shaughnessy enjoyed that one. I'm glad you're enjoying the show, Faith. Um, so they're probably going to be back in Sheffield next year then, Yeah, absolutely. They, they, uh, they absolutely love Sheffield. They love playing here. They've kind of made it their home. Uh, and no doubt they'll be back early next year. Excellent stuff. Um, so... Um, Local music coming up then, we've got a, a, an artist called Danny Pietnik, who um, is from Sheffield. He used to do Communities Live with me um, three three or so years back, uh, and he's always been uh, into... Well, he actually did music at university. Um, yeah? Yeah. Um, so he's got a music degree, and uh, um, he's recording some new stuff um, that has actually been played on BBC Introducers. Um not so long back so I'm going to give him a bit of play later on and hopefully we'll get some of his newer stuff across in time for next week Um, now I'm not sure whether it's slightly early to be talking about it but it's already out there the Christmas adverts have have started being shown indeed Um, what do you make of the new John Lewis one have you seen it yeah I think there's there's an overriding message isn't there of uh, they're they're trying to get people to think of uh, the old people out there that that don't necessarily have any any family and friends and to look out for them. But I can't help but feel that the whole advert comes across a little bit creepy. It's it's just weird, isn't it? Yeah, I it's think strange. No, there's there's the girl being a voyeur looking at looking at this man on the moon. Yeah, uh, and then she sends him a telescope so that he can look through her bedroom window. It's it's all a bit strange to me. Yeah, it's it's not as good as um, last year's one um, with the. 
wanted a penguin, was it? Yeah, you've got to stick to fluffy animals, I think. That, that'll keep everyone happy. Well, I think um, the battle of the Christmas ads was uh, between Sainsbury's and um, John Lewis last year. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, Sainsbury's featured um, the, the, the war um, and then gave the proceeds from the chocolate to the British Legion. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what... I mean, Sainsbury's always wait until after... Um, the 11th of November before yeah. they start advertising Christmas, um, so we'll see what they come up with this year. Have you uh, have you done your any Christmas shopping, James? Uh, not very much at all. I, I'm one of these that goes right to the last minute, and then yeah. uh, even from there, I, I can't be bothered to go to like Meadow Hall or anything. So it's it's all online for me, and and pay for Expedia to delivery get get it as quick as possible. Well, why not? I mean, I think most people do that these days. I mean, Meadow Hall's busy at the, at the best of times but especially at christmas i mean this is my first year not working in retail so um, oh yeah yeah uh, it's going to be good to actually get to spend some time with people over christmas and not be at work all the time but no i've started i just wanted to i, I mean i hate shopping anyway um i just can't can't deal with it so i've already started mine i think it depends what you're shopping for isn't it if you take, take me into like a technology shop a game shop or something like that well i'm, I'm in my element but you know clothes food anything like that uh, i'll let the missus do that but Oh yeah, absolutely. Can't be. You know, I hate food shopping. It's just a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, again, online. Yeah, <laughs> you know though. Um, have you ever done that where you go food shopping when you're hungry and you end oh, up yeah. buying loads of food yeah. that you don't even need? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, do that all the time. It's it's the same when you're shopping online as well. If you're hungry, you you will fill up your basket with as much rubbish as you don't don't need, and then you have to wait a, a day or so for it to come. My dad, my dad once did that actually. Um, and in fact, my dad was way ahead of his time. You know, you know. Recently, obviously, retailers have been forced to bring in the um, five pence bag charge now. Yeah. Um, about three or four years ago, uh, my dad, uh, Les, Uncle Lesmond, as he's known in some circles, went to the Tesco um, not far from where we live, and um, the guy, the guy behind the till or whatever, didn't offer him any bags. My dad's not got the best temper, though. He just loaded everything back up in the basket and then st- just stole the basket. Oh, well, yeah, I've read about that happening, but so, I, I didn't realise that... Oh, yeah, my dad, oh, way, a, way ahead of his time. <laughs> All these people stealing, uh, ba- um, you know, wire baskets. You're not going to patch on my dad. He, you know, he, he didn't even have to pay for bags, but he just stole it anyway. But, you so, know, this old charging for things is, like... I know it's come in for a good reason, uh, but... I hate it when, for instance, you go into a shop and they, they put an extra 50 pence on for paying by card. What's that about? Oh, yeah, I went in. Where did I go? Oh, it was when we went to see James Bond. Um, I went in the GT News downstairs in Meadowell, and um, she went, it's an extra 25 pence if you don't pay as much as a five pounds. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Why? Who yeah. decides that it's five pounds before you, you you can pay on your card for free? You, you, can, you can understand that you know they get charged by a card company, but it's only something like six pence or something, and I mean, just just roll it into the prices of all your other stuff. You, we don't get charged for the electricity we use when we walk into a shop, do we? Ah, well, do we? Well, well no, I hope not. I mean, God, I mean, how 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 old fashioned is that? It's twenty five pence. So then they just they just want you to buy more things, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. it's wrong. Anyway. Um, I've forgotten the point I was going to make, though, now. Sorry. Oh, yeah, do you know, have you ever, right, have you ever come to get something out of the cupboard, right, and the last one's gone? Oh, yeah, yeah. But the packaging is still in the cupboard. I, I'm guilty of that. I do that all the time. Oh, James, I thought you were going to say it was the other way around. I can't. Why would you do that? Why would you eat the last 
biscuit and then put the packaging back in the cupboard. It just gives the other person false hope. That's it. It's, it's a little bit of a tease. It's, it's, so it's lazy, but it's also a little bit of a tease. Absolutely. So your partner comes to the cupboard thinking, oh, yeah, there's some biscuits left or whatever. They open the cupboard. There's nothing there. That's it, yeah. Sorry, Rachel. I, I do do that. She she hates me for it. I had that this morning. I went to get a mince pie. Oh, I ate the last mince pie last night. Why don't you throw the packaging away? Well, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, mince pies as well. I, I love mince pies. Well, as, as it happens, I um, adore mince pies, so there was another box in there. But that's by the by. They could, they might not have been another box in there, and the empty packaging's still there, and in which case I'm just going to be annoyed. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, needs must. You have to, you know, you, you might be moving on from that mince pie to, uh, you know, a pepperami. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you're just trying to work your way through all the different snack foods you, you've not got time to waste going to the bin as well <laughs> I'm shaking your head we're not, we're not going to agree on this so let's just move on um, right so uh, it's time for, oh, oh that's what I was going to say as well my dad, when my dad went to uh, went shopping once he, he's rubbish at shopping he just buys anything he went in this Polish shop um, yeah. the Tesco must have been shut and he ended up buying all of these weird things from oh, you didn't even know what like not in, not mystery, even in English mystery shop. yeah like mystery meat and you know it was like that Brian, have you seen Brian Butterfield yes, mystery yeah. meat and pork cylinders and all that I don't know what it was what we were eating um, but yeah he just he just gone shopping on a whim and nobody was open it must have been a Sunday and come back with all sorts of weird things that's great I, I used to uh, paid for the paid for the bags that time though. I'm always intrigued by a mystery bag. If I see a mystery bag, you know, like a tenner for a mystery bag, you don't know what you're going to get in it. Some part of me just says, this might be really good. Buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, there we go. Um, Right, so um, this one is uh, Danny Pietnik. It's called um, Paper Hearts. Um, This is the guy that's been uh, played on BBC Introducers, so um, we'll give him a bit more information about him after this. It's Paper Hearts. These altercations struck a chord with my heart Burning effigies, they tore us apart Keep on pressing, keep on second-guessing Send me round in circles till my mind just keeps regressing As it discarded the rock Churning ecstasy We never forgot Keep it steady Don't stop to the tready Chase me around the shadows Till my eyes start feeling heavy You played with fire that night You gave yourself away My love Scorned and held out on display You feed on pain like parasites Feed on the skin I can feel this poison starting to sink in And I'm hoping that these memories are fading Fading of you I 
Those scattered hearts you kept were barely below According to my you never let go New beginnings, a life that's not worth living A love has spent a fortune Just to start the birds from singing Danny Pianic there then with uh, Paper Heart, so he's uh, he's from Sheffield, um, and um, he's, like I said earlier, he's been recently played on BBC Introducers. Um, we're going to be playing some more stuff from him as and when he sends it over. But if you want to, um, if you know, if you know any local bands or you're in a local band or group or whatever, uh, and you want to get your stuff out on uh, on our show, then just get in touch with um, the Twitter page at the Squeak, the Facebook page at the Squeak, oh, no, not at the Squeak slash the Squeak, and um, let us know. Um, so Danny's um, Danny's information, if you want to check him out. Um, is uh, he's on SoundCloud, so he's got some of his stuff on there that you can listen to. Um, SoundCloud.com slash Danny Pietnik, that's P I E T N I K. Facebook slash Danny Pietnik and at Danny Pietnik on Twitter. He's also on YouTube as well. Just all the Danny Pietniks on all the social media, and you'll be able to pick him up. Yep. Um, joke of the week this week, should we do one? Yes, yeah, go, um, go for it. We, we had a bit of a. We had a bit of a uh, well, I'm more of a pun joke type person, me. And uh, we were talking about cheese jokes for some reason. And uh, one that um, was it me? Was it me or Rachel that told it? I can't. Remember. I think it was mine. We're not doing Rachel's. Mine was um, how did Mister Cheese paint his wife? Go on, he, how he, he double glossed her. Oh, that's a very cheesy joke. That is. <laughs> Do you know? I think I've got an addiction to cheese jokes, but it's only mild, so don't worry. Oh God! Do you know we we went through a, a whole lot of these the other night, and I can't remember any of them. Probably because they're all so bad, to be fair. Well, you know, as we as we were uh, leaving to come and meet you guys on Halloween, some kids were throwing cheese. I, I, yeah, I remember saying, you know, that's not mature. <laughs> oh dear! There was a, there was an explosion in the cheese factory. You know, there was debris everywhere. Well, no, that's not right, is it? All that was left was debris, whatever. That was Rachel's. Oh, she's she's going to kill me. That was her joke that I've just ruined. Still, still a fairly good one. Um, um, but yeah, I can't remember any any of the others. I, th- I think we must have done about thirty cheese jokes in a row. Probably probably a good thing we you know we're trying to get following, not not t- you know turn everybody off from listening to us. So it's probably good that we can't remember them really. Yeah, if if you've got your own bad jokes, then uh, send them on to at the squeak on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or, or or not that that'd be absolutely <laughs> fine as well. Is there anything coming through on the Twitter, James? Uh, we got uh, Ray 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 Vadge. She says, "Can't wait for October Drift." Uh, she's going to see them live with uh, Faith Shaughnessy. Uh, they've got tickets, uh, and she also says that it should always go for a chunky Kit Kat. I agree. Uh, yeah, you know what? I I absolutely agree. Um, good for Dunkin' in Tea as well. Dunkin' in Tea? Yeah, why not? No, that, that's wrong. Why? I'm, I, I'm crossing the line at something bigger than a digestive for me. Well, t- what, what, in circumference or in length? Well, both ways round, but uh, yeah, cho- a full chocolate bar dipped in tea is wrong. Oh, no. Wrong. Just, uh, just st- shove it in your gob. 
<laughs> oh god, Snickers in coffee is a good one. I was going to say, uh, but yeah, no, marvelous. Um, you should should probably just give a quick mention to all the, the about, about the holiday makers that have been stranded in Egypt. Um, I think they're all back now, thankfully. So um, that's good news. Um, there was obviously something to do with a bomb scare in, in a on the hold of a plane, wouldn't they? Yeah, that, that plane that came down, I thought that it might have had a bomb in it. Uh, I think I think a lot of Russian tourists are stranded there as well. But can you imagine how terrifying that would be if you, if you were stuck in the middle of nowhere? Well, yeah, I mean, it just turns your life upside down because you don't know when you're coming back. You've obviously got jobs that you need to come back to and families yeah. that you need to come back to. and um, uh, it, it must Balancing it up, isn't it? There's a few extra days off work, but uh, you might get blown up. <laughs> well, exactly. Um but yeah, they, they brought back hundreds of UK tourists that were that were stranded. Um, but it, I mean, even even when they said they were coming back, only eight I think eight of the eight of the flights that were planned for Friday actually operated. So there were still people yeah. stranded until um, today. Um, but yeah, they're all back now. Thank thankfully. I wonder what's going to happen with all those that have uh, booked holidays over the coming weeks. And I'm guessing that they're all going to get cancelled and maybe have to sort something else out for themselves. Well, yeah, I mean. I remember I went to Egypt, um, when did I go, a couple of years ago, um, but it was just after all the trouble was kicking off, um, so, and they were sort of saying don't go, um, I mean they were saying the Red Sea was alright at that time, so we were okay, but um, still, you know, not not a risk you want to take, so it'll be interesting to see, well I mean one of my friends is actually going to Egypt, um, Mark's got flights to Egypt, um, Oh, that's that's a good point. I wonder if he'll actually be going. Yeah, we'll we'll have to find out what what the plan is because yeah. I wonder what happens in that situation. I don't know whether you know you get a refund, whether you have to claim on your insurance, whether you can pick an alternative holiday or something. Who knows? I've never been in that situation. Hmm. Well, we, we'll. <laughs> I don't know why I mentioned Mark. I'm just saying we'll we'll definitely keep you updated on Mark's holiday situation. But no, we'll do, we'll, we'll probably not bother. Um, so yeah, um, right. What music are we going to play out with then, James? Uh, let's have a pick. Shall we pick up uh, Idlebone? These these guys have sent me some music recently. Uh, they um, recently headlined their first uh, debut gig for Carl uh, Maloney Presents at the Washington. Um, it's a nice bit of uh, oh. Sheffield-based music, and I, I believe they're going to be doing some more shows in the next few weeks. The Washington, so that's that's the one uh, just down from Vodka Revolution. Yeah, Fitzwilliam Street. It's uh, it's, it's a fantastic little bar. That I think that's that's where you get uh, a lot of the music industry go. You know, after they've done their own gigs and stuff, they they all kind of converge on the Washington and have a good night and into the early hours of the morning. Okay, all right. So um, Idle Bone then with Feel. Um, like I say, if you do, if you want your music featured, um, local or not. Um, new and up and coming. You want a you want a platform. Get in touch. We're at the Squeak on uh, Sheffield Live, ninety three point two FM at the Squeak on Twitter. Um, we're on Facebook and we're on YouTube. I, I, I gave a mention earlier about the podcasts. Um, if you if you've missed part of the show, you can um, go and listen back on SheffieldLive.org yeah. um, and we'll be uploading them to YouTube, won't we? So. Yeah, I'm going to give it a go at uploading them uh, onto YouTube and putting the links on uh, our Twitter and Facebook as well. Excellent. So, um, as promised, then this is Idle Bone with Feel. 93.2 FM on Sheffield Live.
Idlebone with Feel. Yeah, not, not to be confused with Robbie Williams. Yeah, not to be confused with uh, Feel by Robbie Williams. Um, yeah, so um, just time for us to say goodbye, really. Um, Platinum Plate should follow this at three um, with DJ Ski. Um, we'll be back next week, same time, between two and three on Sunday afternoon on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM and online. Um, what are we going to feature next week, James? Uh, hopefully we'll get some more good local music uh, so if you are in a band and you want to send your music to us just get in touch at the squeak and that's s-q-w-e-e-k on twitter absolutely what are you up to at the weekend then james anything uh i'm gonna go home uh, and buy some bread and milk apparently I've, I've got my orders to buy bread and milk on my way home all right no no celebratory drinks then afterwards to Chris in the new show. Uh, I'm happy to have a drink, don't worry. Absolutely. Okay, well, um, like I say, uh, thanks very much for listening. I think it's gone reasonably well. Not, not, not too many... Um, yeah, there's um, a couple hiccups. of moments where I, where I nearly corpsed myself, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> only yeah, a, only a couple. Yeah, <laughs> I had to switch my mic up a few times, tell you that. Um, right, guys, uh, thanks very much for listening then. Yeah, once again, um, we can't plug it enough. The Squeak on, on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Listen out for the podcast if you've missed any of it. And get in touch through the week. Um, anything you think we, you know, we should be featuring or you'd like us to talk about, do get in touch. We'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.